The United States' top diplomat has today sat down with Israeli and Palestinian officials as he continues efforts to negotiate a ceasefire in Gaza. Anthony Blinken has already visited Egypt and Qatar to speak with the mediators of a potential truce deal. Now, details have emerged of Hamas's response to the US-backed deal, which they are asking for a multi-phase approach to the release of hostages and a mutual cessation of hostilities. Israeli government spokesperson Elon Levy says the counter-proposal is being considered by officials. Last night, the Qatari mediators conveyed Hamas's reply to Mossad. Those details are being thoroughly evaluated now by our officials. We are, of course, eager to get those hostages out as soon as possible from Gaza. It's been 124 days. We know that at least a fifth of them have already been killed in captivity, and we're deeply concerned for the well-being of the rest, given the testimonies we have from survivors of captivity of the physical, psychological and sexual abuse that they have been suffering in the Hamas terror dungeons. We need to get them out and we need to continue uh, until total victory over Hamas. Well, for more, we're joined by uh, CNN's international diplomatic editor, Nick Robertson in Tel Aviv. Thank you for joining us this morning, Nick. Uh, A long way to go, clearly, with these talks. But is there a reason for hope here, do you think? What you heard from the government spokesman there, total victory, um, underlines how big the gaps remain. The three-phase plan that Hamas is proposing, 45 days on each, a release of the women, children, elderly and ill hostages in the first phase, release of the male hostages, both civilians and military in the second phase, and the transfer of bodies in the third phase, comes with demands that Hamas are putting um, that are so far at least unpalatable to Israel. Although Israel is saying absolutely no to a permanent ceasefire, and although Hamas is saying the first phase only would be a a temporary truce, if you will, an end uh, to fighting in Gaza, a pullback of, uh, of Israeli forces out of civilian areas, an end of drone operations, um, an increase of humanitarian supplies, tents, housing units, all those sorts of things to be sped up uh, getting into Gaza. Um, The second phase requires an agreement on a permanent ceasefire, and that's something Israel has said that it's not ready to do. And, And Hamas as well wants the release of a lot of its prisoners from Israeli jails, and that's also a no-go at the moment for this current government under Prime Minister Netanyahu. One, because he has said as as much that victory will will have to be complete victory over Hamas, and his right-wing partners in government have said anything less than that, and and a a deal over Palestinian prisoners could also bring down the government. Who do you think is under the most pressure here to give ground? Uh, Five visits by, by Anthony Blinken, there's clearly work going on by the US here. Israel must be feeling uh, quite some pressure to to make some sort of a, a deal that will stop this war. I think uh, there's a lot of pressures on this particular government. Prime Minister Netanyahu has been in power for, you know, for two and a half decades on and off um, out of that job. He is the ultimate political survivor. But the current government is extremely right wing, um, is extremely opposed to the pressures the United States is putting on Netanyahu. Netanyahu knows that his popularity in Israel has dropped. He knows that when the war ends, um, there will likely his 
his unity government for the war, the war cabinet will collapse, there will be elections and he'll be out of a job. So th there are huge numbers of pressures on him. And you could see that in the body language when he shook hands with Secretary of State Antony Blinken today. Um, the Prime Minister is expected to speak uh, in Hebrew to Israelis uh, later today. And I think we'll probably hear him um, put forward his red lines. And I don't expect he'll be, you know, um, addressing the gaps in, the, in, in, in what Hamas is proposing and where he stands. I don't think we'll hear him talk about, you know, how he can manage to align with the United States. This will be about Israel's position. I don't think anyone's expecting him to, uh, you know, to, to soften his stance right now. And that's in part because the internal pressures for him outweigh the external ones. How is, I mean, in terms of Israel's goals and objectives, have they achieved them? I mean, if we, if we look at Gaza uh, above ground, it's been devastated in terms of the infrastructure and the housing, and there's presumably not that much left that Israel hasn't been able to get to. But underground and in terms of the Hamas capabilities, have they actually been successful? Um, no, because they've set success as a complete destruction of Hamas and they haven't been able to do it. They haven't been able to destroy all the tunnels. They haven't been able to take down the, the real Hamas leadership. They haven't been able to stop them firing rockets. Yes, they've curtailed the firing of rockets, but not completely dismantled it. They are refighting a re-emergent Hamas in the north of Gaza, but they've had a military boots on the ground there for three and a half months. So uh, the military tactics are, are struggling against against the tunnels and against uh, Hamas's ability to hide amongst the population. The toughest battle that could come would be for Rafa, the, right at the border, the southern end of Gaza, right on the border with Egypt, um, about 1.3 or 4 million Palestinians there, more, about a million of them uh, are displaced, living in, in rickety plastic and wood tents. Um, but that's where the Hamas leadership is. So it, it, it really does seem as if the military, the, the military uh, the goals that have been set by the, set by the government are, are not achievable in the time frame that is, 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 can be withstood by the United States. And I think particularly you have to look at the potential allies of regional partners to, to Israel in the future here, particularly Saudi Arabia, that could, uh, could you know, uh, restart relations, uh, set relations, normalize relations with Israel. The, what Israel is doing in Gaza is driving them to distraction and despair that so many people are being killed, so many Gazans being killed, and there's so much destruction. Just finally, I mean, you mentioned Rafa and uh, obviously huge amounts of people there and a grave concern if there is a battle looming there as well. And then there's the issue of food uh, and shelter for those people. What is, role is that playing in terms of getting aid in and will that play a big role in the negotiations? Because presumably there is a grave need for a lot more food to get into Gaza. Uh, oh, absolutely. And this is uh, part of the phased approach that Hamas is putting forward in the first phase, those first 45 days. Um, they want to see the beginning of reconstruction. They want um, 60,000 uh, temporary homes, uh, you know, easily constructible homes brought in. They want 200,000 tents brought in. They want more of the border uh, points into Gaza from Israel opened, which could be opened if there was a political willingness on the Israeli side. Um, these are things that can be achieved, and they're part of the negotiation and part of, part of what Hamas is, is demanding uh, and the freedom of movement. 
for people, civilians inside of Gaza. That's something else they're demanding. But the humanitarian need and, and the reconstruction alone is going to take years upon years upon years. It's, it's going to be a massive multi-billion dollar effort once it's able to get going, which, of course, requires the war to end. Nick, thank you very much. That is Nick Robertson there, CNN's international diplomatic editor in Tel Aviv.